Okay, Haas, I am not going to record any more of my music until further notice because I liked your advice and maybe people don't want to listen to my music. Maybe they just want my ideas about dentistry. So today I am pivoting. I am pivoting and a pivot is a change in strategy without a change in vision. That was from Eric Reese, author of The Lean Startup. I haven't even read the book, but I sure like his quote and now it's on my uh it's actually on my start or on my uh, reading list. I try to read a book every day and probably about 20 a year. And uh, anyways, it helps me pivot a lot. Did you know that YouTube was actually a dating site? The PayPal employees, so people from PayPal, which was part of eBay. Actually, I could say eBay pivoted and had PayPal. But PayPal employees, Chad Hurley, Stephen Chen, and Jawed Karim know how to pivot. Turning an original idea for a video dating app service into a streaming video company in 2005, they raised about $3.5 million to get funding and get the company going and then sold it a year and a half later to Google for $1.65 billion in stock. Think of where that stock was in 2005 compared to today. That would be, it's actually since then, gone from around $150 to $200 range into the $1,400 range. So their little $3.5 million startup in 2005 in today's dollars with their exchange of Google stock would be worth a hell of a lot of money because I don't want to do my math. And Apple started in a garage with a home-built computing device. We all know the Apple story and Steve Jobs. And over the years, that company almost bankrupted itself and had to reinvent itself several times. It's a very competitive industry. And from that original idea of a user-friendly computer, and think about how many times Apple's pivoted. They committed to their strengths and constant improvement, never really worrying about being the first to the market and worrying about competition that was beating them. Rather, they relied on doing what they do well. And because of these pivots using their core competencies, Apple's become one of the world's first trillion-dollar companies. From a desktop computer to incredibly powerful studio-designed laptops and desktops, they reinvented and invented entire categories by introducing products like the iPad. Then they came with iTunes so that you could download off of iTunes onto your laptop, transfer that onto your iPod. Then they decided that they could go wireless and you could wirelessly get the iTunes onto your iPod. Then they came out with an iPhone and then the iPhone streaming, you wanted to share it with friends. So you started to be able to send text messages and then you couldn't just do that. You wanted to share a video of yourself dancing. So you had to have a really good camera on that iPhone. Then they had to have apps so that it could be done better and you could quickly edit them. They invented the app store. Then they made it bigger and they said, how about we replace the computers with iPads and then an ability to stream movies and music subscriptions. How about Apple TV? And how about Apple TV Plus where we actually create the content? They keep pivoting and Think about where they've come from and where they've gone to. There's a ton of companies. It's not just tech. In the best-selling book that I just finished uh, listening to by Jim Collins called Good to Great, which I think is mandatory reading, Jim describes how companies go from good to great. Interestingly, many of those good to great companies would no longer be considered 
great companies like maybe Fannie Mae or Circuit City, but it's the concept of the business that got them there, including pivoting, but they call it something different in the book. So you get a good company, something that's already doing okay. They get a really good level five leadership and they go from first two and then what? Like putting the right people on the bus, getting the right team together to work with you, disciplined people that are all wanting to go the same direction, getting rid of the people that you shouldn't be associating with. Then you have a disciplined thought. You confront the brutal facts of your business, like in dentistry that there's corporations or Amazon's going to be doing supplies or you have a comp competitor. Then you do the hedgehog concept, which is go to your core values. Remember to keep doing what you do well, but be the best at what you do. Then you have a disciplined action. You take that uh, bus of people doing the right things, doing what you do well, and you build a culture of discipline and use technology to advance that discipline. We can do this in our business. So good to great if you go back, you go, that book was full of shit because I kind of thought that at first with all these companies. But then it was like, I thought what he did differently in that book is he measured companies from a certain period of time to a certain period of time. So it's like saying, I am going to go on a diet and exercise for the next two years. And they take 10 people who are strictly committed to that compared to people who maybe weren't as strictly committed compared to people who didn't do it at all. And during that period of time, they went from good, because some people followed it, to great because they were disciplined in how they followed it. After that point, they went back to eating donuts and not exercising. So maybe they didn't want to continue on that path. And the good to great businesses, I'm sure businesses wanted to continue, but sometimes circumstances change. Maybe the product you're making, the market changes. So Pivoting is crucial for these good to great companies to keep going forward with their core values, but pivoting as they went along. That's what I would add. Um, so in our market, in our particular market, we keep graduating a lot of dentists. If we keep putting all the dentists, there's more dentists graduating than retiring and more um, it slowly erodes the amount of dentists to the population. Plus, we have a lot of people coming here now. So we we were one of the highest places in Canada, ratio of dentists to population. We still are, but it's eroding. That means there's a lot of competition for the same patient's mouths. Are, is it a disaster? I consulted with a doctor this week that I, again, and this goes back to 10 or 20 years ago in my business, you don't have to necessarily keep getting new people into your doors. Yes, you need some growth that way to replace the people who leave your practice, but it isn't going to be the machine behind your practice that's going to give you all the new revenue. It's those people who already exist, the patients who are already coming in your door. If you learn to pivot and use your business skills properly, there's plenty of business coming in your door. So what do you do when you're in a competitive industry like ours where everybody's pretty damn good at doing what you already learned to do? They went to the same school, they had the same teachers, or they sell the same cotton rolls and they have a really good backup company that actually stocks everything and delivers the next day. What do you do? You pivot. If the clinic across the street has the same crew as you do and they have the same filling and the same root canal and uses the same fee guide, the same insurance companies, 
But the offer across <laughs> the office across the street, it's newer because they just started up last year and they have TVs in the ceilings and they put in a CBCT. Is that what you need to do to change your business and keep those patients coming in the door when you already had a really good base or to keep them from going across the street? Is that the best thing that you can do is just copy what they did? Is that your pivot? Do you get a CBCT because your neighbor did it and because two other guys did it and you just heard that you should do it because a sales rep told you? Or did you actually get a CBCT because during your training, during your skill sessions, getting better at what you do and advancing continual improvement of your career, you learn that you need one to do better services for the patient base you already have, that is pivoting. If you're selling the same products and services, what are you going to do different to stay in business? To create your own AirPod category, like with streaming apps like Apple does, what are you thinking of that's going to make you different and you be the game changer and you make the rules? Pivoting is all about continual improvement. It's about the skills you already have that you're good at, that people appreciate in you and it makes you happy because you help them. It's about your passion and being the best that you can be. It's face smash, becoming Facebook. It's Instagram evolving from a company called Bourbon, a location-based service, to becoming one of the largest image sharing sites. It's pivoting. It's Henry Schein. A prescription pharmacy in the 30s that evolved to a local supplier of medical supplies and eventually into dental. Then they grew into a large mail order company evolving to full service with technicians and equipment, installing and fixing equipment. Then they expanded beyond the borders of North America. They went into Canada. They went into Europe, into Asian countries now. Worldwide offices, $10 billion a year of sales in an ultra competitive environment. So how does a company like Henry Schein learn to pivot? They did it once when they went from being a pharmacist to a local supplier of medical supplies, then to dental, then to mail order, then to full service. What are they doing today to address the concerns? Are they integrating into the daily workflow of hundreds of thousands of dentists worldwide by providing practice management software? Have they reinvented the wheel with Henry Schein One? Are they pivoting into being a platform that brings together all the hundreds of different ideas for imaging into one platform that can be shared amongst all the people in our business, the specialists, the labs? Can you take those one platform files and print them, create a product for the end user, for the patient in an efficient manner? Yeah, they're creating a product category. They're pivoting from, they're not just trying to do things cheaper. They're trying to do things better and create those product categories. Henry Shine is a company that knows how to pivot, just like the good to great companies using its own core competencies and people that write people on the bus to grow. They're not a reactive company, but a well-managed, well-thought-out, proactive player. And when you have long-established players like Apple or Google, you know, for their respective businesses, they are not always first to market. They just come and they do it better. It's like you may have been practicing for 10 years and you're using your skill set to take this to the next level. It's using your core competencies to pivot and create an even better product. It's 
A pivot is a change in direction without a change in vision. And the future is up to you. In my blog on Dentistry Unplugged called Moats or Bridges, this author discusses Smile Direct, Invisalign, and DSO and corporations. After I wrote that, Walmart opened up a, in one of their super centers down in Texas, a dental clinic with all the prices advertised on the wall where hundreds of thousands of people walk through and go every day. They're offering dental services. Those same patients who come see you now have it right in their face, what they could pay for a filling. For the dental reps and the suppliers that I consult, the, the dental manufacturers, how about the direct and consumer answers like Amazon or mail order dental supplies? We know the ups and downs of it. Are we educating everybody on the advantages? Are we pivoting and answering what our customers are asking for? Providing the, the, the results that they're after? Maybe it is a less expensive price. I don't think it's that. I think it's knowing your products well enough to give them a comparable or better price that answers what they're after to lower their overhead. Every one of us has competition. It's existed from the Stone Ages and we used to be in the middle of the food chain and had to fight off other Neanderthals and the big saber-toothed lion for food. Then a crafty Homo erectus created fire and the next thing you know was McDonald's. (laughs) I want to be that guy with the next thing. I want to be the fire builder. I want to go from good to great. I read all those books, but more importantly, I'm here on this podcast with you today and on my website to be a dental sales cotton broker that does things different. And I do get caught in that crazy, shitty, downward spiral talk like anyone. And I know some of the reps that are listening to this, I apologize because I know I talk with you about the shitty things that we have to put up with in our business. Just like the dentists who are listening to this have problems with patients and accepting of treatment plans. Well, how are we going to pivot? How are we going to get them to accept what we're doing? Maybe we create that category that they didn't know and educate them. So yeah, it bothers me when my customer uses my competitor to buy those cotton rolls because they were 25 cents cheaper. And I start wondering what did I do wrong instead of just working to simply be better. Maybe I need to deliver I don't honestly believe it, but maybe I needed to deliver some uh, Tim Hortons donuts to that office, or maybe I should bring them something healthier. Maybe there's other ways to pivot and deliver the services, but maybe I'm that guy that they come to when they have a complicated problem with their overhead and I help them resolve it by offering better solutions. Maybe you can be that person for your patient who doesn't just need a filling but needs to change their entire bite because their jaw's clicking. And maybe that filling that you're doing, maybe there's a way to do it better. Maybe they need to realign their teeth to get a better bite. I'm going to keep finding ways to be different and using my skill set to constantly improve for the betterment of you listening to this, my customers. Not because I need to beat that other supplier but because we all benefit. Anything I can do to enhance your business, drive more patients to your door, help you be better, helps me. I really don't give a shit about my competitors. I want to set the path. I want to build the fire. I want to invite everybody to come sit down and enjoy the food that's easier to digest rather than fighting with all the other Neanderthals. So here's some ideas for pivoting in dentistry. Dental assistance. Expand your skill set. 
Learn how to electronically chart. Learn how to master the skills involved in orthodontics. Scanning. Improve your skill with taking x-rays. Be a chair-side designer for CAD CAM. Learn how to stain and glaze. At the chair side, are you being as efficient as you could possibly be? Are you making yourself invaluable to your office by constantly improving your skills where they can't possibly replace you? How can you turn those chairs over faster? Do they miss you when you go on holidays? Are you always looking at products and opportunities to increase office production? Because there's a guy coming to your office every week that is ready to help you do that and make you look good and make you be, help you be a rock star dental assistant. So what's the future for assisting and how can you create that future and become invaluable? Check out the book by Tija Hunter, Rock Star Dental Assistant. Go look it up right now on Amazon and come back to this. Hygienists, perio charting. Are you perio charting? Do you hate it because you just don't have enough time and you want an assistant to help you because you don't have enough time to finish all these things the doctor is putting on your plate? Are you working as a team because all treatment starts in your operatory? Have you looked at a product called the Dental Rat, R-A-T? Google it right now for hands-free perio charting. And doctors, if you're listening, take a look at that and think of how that might enhance your practice. Are you, Mrs. Dental Hygienist, doing an intraoral exam with a, a camera on every patient so that when the doctor comes in, not only the doctor and yourself can explain it to the patient, but the patient actually can see it for themselves? Are you using a digital scanner that's used for impressions as a diagnostic tool? Hygiene drives a practice. Are you the team player that's helping to advance that ball so that the dental assistant can efficiently turn over the operatories during the treatment and the doctor can provide the treatment plans that started in your operatory? Patient education is vital and you have the keys to the car. Check out my website, dentistryunplugged.com. Go scroll down to dental hygienist and look at and click the link. Check out the ultimate hygiene exam. Dentists. There's so many opportunities. There's endless opportunities in healthcare. Think of just healthcare and how you can expand that scope within that little oral cavity. Are we creating those affordable dental products that patients want? Or are we making building too busy building the moats around our practices to recognize that some people need more affordable dentistry, that the insurance companies and other people are trying to dictate our business? Are we going to allow that? Or are we going to draw a bridge and say, I know how to answer that, how to provide what the patients want better than the insurance companies do? Cosmetics seem to drive a large amount of business. Bleaching categories were created by companies like Zoom and same day in office. And it brought a whole bunch of people into our industry that didn't take care of their mouths. They wanted that same day bleaching, but they realized that first they had to have their teeth clean because they hadn't been to a dentist in five years. And then they had to have some treatment. Then they could do whitening. We didn't invent that category. Zoom brought them there. We were doing bleaching, but we never helped ourselves by marketing what we could do for patients. Invisalign created more convenient orthodontic procedures. And they were doing a really good job of it and driving business to GPs and orthodontists may not have appreciated that. But I can tell you right now, there's orthodontists that are pivoting and understanding where the future is and what they need to do to address that. And maybe 
Smile Direct created a whole new industry that we can capitalize on because they're able to market to the general public and they're now pivoting and going through dentists to offer that care. But they know they better pivot because there are other companies, there's another half a dozen companies that are well-established in orthodontics already that will allow you to compete with that Smile Direct company. You can offer affordable invisible aligners to your patients at varying degrees. And I think we will still continue to work with the professionals for the more complicated cases. Surgery is advancing and scanners like, come on, man, you haven't heard of a digital scanner and taking images. Think it's not that you can't take a good impression. It's that your patient really doesn't want that goopy shit in their mouth. They prefer to have that digital image. And there's so many advances in scanning, it's more accurate and has more abilities than what you can do with an analog impression. 3D printers could be installed in your office. And if you just print one uh, or two maybe uh, appliances per month, you're already making a payment. It's a good business plan and you could be doing it with convenience factor for your patient. Same as the same day Crown and CAD CAM mills that are allowing patients to leave with the same day appliances, create an even better, more reliable materials and less labor. How about my endless list, you know this, self-edge products, bulk fill materials, fast care, and this new generation of bio materials that help patients heal. How about those other services we never thought to? I think there's services we never imagined in dentistry that can become the go-to place in healthcare. We could be the first stop for healthy living. We are enjoying a well-educated and trained base of customers who believe they need to see a dentist regular for oral health. We may or may not go to, I'm bad for this, we may or may not go to our doctors for annual exam and maybe things that we really should be going for that are pretty scary if we don't go. But we will go to our dentist every six months to get our teeth cleaned. And while we're there, there's so many opportunities that you could help a patient with outside of the oral cavity. Think about the opportunities for a well-educated and trained base of customers who see a dentist regular for oral health. I'm spitting on my phone as I speak. What other opportunities lie in this saliva that I'm wiping off my phone that could help our patients with their overall health? DNA testing? Microbiome testing? Can we help them discover better foods for their diet that we can keep their healthy smile working for? There's a lot of scientific breakthroughs coming with saliva and with testing and labs and things that we see a patient in our chair every six months that we could help with. Think about the things that we could do. Hmm. Is there opportunity in marketing and actually telling the public that we can do these things? Or are we just going to keep letting other companies break into our business and tell them that they can do it better and cheaper? Are we going to have moats built around our business? Are we going to find ways to build bridges? Are we going to keep allowing insurance companies and other people to tell us how to do our jobs? Or are we going to create those opportunities in the future? All right. Dental product manufacturers and suppliers. If you're a dental rep listening, think about what your job looks like in 10 years. When 
automated resupplies happen because AI already predictively knows when that doctor is going to run out of that stuff. They're already 86% of my customers order online and they do it very well. All they need me for is to continually watch their products and make good recommendations and make sure that their bottom line and business is running properly. I'm good at that. I focus on that. So I know that the supply end of it is going away, but not really because there's going to keep being innovations and materials and techniques. I have continued to learn and advance my own skills. I think dental product manufacturers and suppliers are going to have completely transparent pricing because you can Google anything. And I think the day is going to come. It's going to be easy to Google every price and see a list of five products and how they compare with ratings from other people and then evaluate like CRA does the best pick of the bunch. But quickly online while you're placing your order with your AI. You're, we're going to have front-facing customer service people with high-level knowledge on the products and services they sell. We're going to have easier-to-navigate websites. We're going to have platform sales like Amazon, but in specialty fields like ours with one-stop shopping for any and all supplies with the next day delivery. You won't have to go to a different store and open a different account for that one product and then pay shipping charges just to get the one thing that you didn't know that you could have got from the first store to begin with. You'll be able to order all things from one platform. I think we're going to have that, the ability to do that right on the mobile app that we use for ordering. There's going to be, you'll take a picture and image recognition will know from that picture what you need. Or you'll type in a procedure and it will make recommended products for that procedure based on what your mentors use. You're going to have the ability to order by speaking to a device or just pressing a reorder button, like the easy button that Amazon has. From the inside out, operations managers are going to have a much more efficient warehouse with lean operations requiring a lot less people and less labor to get that product efficiently and accurately out the door. We're going to have expanded skill sets of services so customers can spend more time doing what they do well. Just like your patient wants to spend less time in your chair because they're coming to see you and getting those checkups and exams. They're only coming for what they really want, which is a straight white smile. And you're going to be able to offer those services. So there's never been a better time to grow a business than today. Any kind of business, especially in our dental business. We have incredible easy access to education online, in person, with tons of mentors offering podcasts and stupid uh, blogs like Dentistry Unplugged. There's techniques and skills that are used to the domain of specialists that are becoming mainstream. You can go learn from somebody who's offered those services for 20 years and they will show you how to do that implant and say, dude, get these particular tools. It's not that bad. I will make sure you're successful. Digital itself is operating, offering completely new business opportunities. And I want to say one thing. Are you with me? It's time to pivot.